17. My voice is gone, so please help me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Was the camp something else? I said, was the camp something else? Hallelujah. Those who didn't come, well, I can't help it. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their minds, having their understanding darkened, being alienated with, from the life of God because of ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to, the, to work all uncleanliness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which is created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. I want us to read 22 to 24 together. 22 all the way down to 24. Let's start. Ready? Go. That you put off concerning former conduct the old man, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lusts, in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which is created... Amen. Amen. Why are some people in the corridor? Can they come in, please? I don't want anybody in the corridor, please. Everybody in. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse number one, all, uh, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of, the, of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. I have one last scripture, Proverbs 23, 7. I want us to read that together. Proverbs 23, verse 7. You see that there's an there's a underlining theme running through all that, and it's something to do with your mind, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Proverbs 23, 7. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. For as he thinks in his heart, eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart. So the Bible says that as a man thinks in his heart, now, can I submit to you that from this scripture, there are two thinkings. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. It says that the, the first thinking is the mind thinking. And then the second thinking is the heart thinking. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And that you put off concerning the old nature, the former conduct, the old man, by 
the spirit renewing the spirit of the mind, isn't it? The renewal of the spirit of the mind, which means that the mind has a spirit. Yeah. Am I talking to somebody? The mind has a spirit. And if the mind has a spirit, then obviously the mind has a body. Hello? If the mind has a spirit, then the mind has a body. And we started by talking about the power of the renewed mind, isn't it? Last, the power of a changed mind or a renewed mind two weeks ago. The power of a changed mind. It is very powerful when somebody's mind is changed. Amen. Because you can change your circumstances, you can change your life, you can change everything about you when you decide to change your mind. A lot of us as Christians, we are waiting for God to change us. But we don't realize that God has given us the power to change it. Are you with me? He says that do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, God will not tell you to do something if it lies within him to do it for you. Because what he has to do for you, he has done it. And God commanded his love towards us in that whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We couldn't save ourselves, so he came to save us. Are, are you with me? And he says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son unto him, that we do not perish and have, but have everlasting life. And he says that as many as believed on him and received him, to them he gave power to become so he purchased us with his blood then he gave us the will to choose him and as many as chose him to them he gave power to become and how many know that salvation is not a once and for all thing, salvation is in stages you know, salvation, the first stage of salvation is you receive a new spirit. The second stage of salvation is when you are being transformed by your mind being changed. Amen. And that is what we are talking about. That any of us and every of us, if we don't change our mind, our salvation will be partial and meaningless. That's how come we are in church, but the church is not in us. That's how come we are in church, but we are still doing the old things that we used to do before we came to church. Are you with me? Because the former, the old man has not been transformed. The new man has not kicked in yet. Why? Because the old man is still alive. Because we have failed to change our thinking. And I started by saying that the mind has a body and has a spirit. You know, what do I mean? And we read the Proverbs 23 services that as a man thinks in his heart, which means that it is not the thinking of the, of the body, the mind body, that changes the man, but the spirit or the subconscious man is what changes him. I told there are two thinkings. The first thinking is the head thinking and then the heart. It is what is in the heart and what is changed in the heart that changes the man. Am I talking to somebody? So you see, we used, uh, we used a backdrop of uh, Luke chapter 15. How many remember the prodigal son, the story of the prodigal son? We said that, and when he came to himself, 
He said, how many of my father's hired servants have food enough to eat and I perish here? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to rise from where I am and I'm going to go to my father's house. And when I get there, I'll say to my father, Father, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against heaven and against uh, uh, you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your servant. Make me as one of these servants. And the Bible says that when he got up to go and his father saw him afar off, the father ran towards him and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the boy did not let that kind gesture of his father detract him from what he had planned in his heart to do. And what he had planned in his heart to do was to say to his father, Father, I've sinned against heaven and I've sinned before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of these servants. And we we saw at the end of the story that the prodigal son's lot was changed. Not because uh, some benefactor came to him. Not because something happened. Not because he fasted and prayed. See, charismatic Christians today would have sat with the pigs, ate with the pigs and fasted and prayed. And still stayed there. Last uh, two weeks ago I said that we would have stayed because of pride. We would have stayed because of what people would say. We would have stayed because of the arrogance that we displayed before we came to that impasse. We would have, we would have said that, no, if I go, the, 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 the big brother will, 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 will embarrass me, will talk behind me. The, the servant will point fingers at me. Even my aunties and my uncles who were trying to advise me not to go will say, I told you so. We don't want to hear, I told you so. So we'll rather stay here and eat with pigs. And pray that Lord Jesus make a way where there's no way. Meanwhile, there's a way. There is 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 a way. But the thing is that your mind is preventing you from taking that that way. See, most of us, most of us, we are in a prison of a sort. Even though we are free. Because our mindset is not formed right. And we learned at the camp that your mind, the actions you take is because of the environment you live in, the circumstances you live in, the people you have, the the ears, you know, the things that the, the subconscious, when people are talking to your ear, when people are talking to your ear, you hear things. How many have heard things? We know things. And how many know things? We know things. We and, know and we learned at the camp that sometimes the things you hear is like somebody, excuse me to say, we win on you. That thought, you may reject it there, but you take a few steps. It's like when somebody wins on you, you may be upset and shout at the person. Are you with me? But the stench will stay with you. As you move, you, start, you go somewhere and people say, what's going on? That's a funny smell here uh, are, you, are you getting what I'm saying and it's because it's because for, for most of us we come to church twice a week or at most maybe once a week one, maybe once every other week so we hear what I'm saying we hear it maybe 45 minutes in a, twice a month that cannot form your subconscious it's not enough 
to permeate your your mind, head mind into your heart mind. You get it. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the spirit of the man inside of him, the things that have gone in is what comes out. So Jesus said that be careful what you allow into your heart because out of the heart are the issues of life. It is not what goes into a man's mouth that contaminates him. But what contaminates him comes from what is inside of his heart. How did it get into his heart in the first place? It got into his heart because of the five senses. What you feel, what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you touch. All those things enter you. Amen. And... I have a very bad example to give. But I don't know whether to give. Today, today if you're looking for a, a title of my message today, is how to renew your mind. Today, I want to talk about how to renew your mind. Because it's no good telling you that you must renew your mind if I don't show you how. Isn't that right? But before I show you how, I want you to see, say, say for instance, say for instance, brother... Prinkinston. Brother Prinkinston is a Christian brother. Comes to church. Very active in church. On fire for God. But Prinkinston, when he was growing up, somehow he had a friend that introduced him to pornography. So he used to watch. He watched and watched growing up so it, it's like a lot of information has gone in it goes into the eye gate ear gate and it enters the head and then as it's piling and piling and piling and piling subconsciously it seeps into his heart now Prankinston is born again so he's sanctified he has been taught that watching pornography is a bad thing so he decided he won't are you with me? But the, what is latent in him latent. is the tea you gave me, so don't. <laughs> what is lying dormant in him is all the accumulated information. It is information, nevertheless. Are you with me? All he needs is a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> it could be something somebody said. It could be something they saw. It could be a picture. It could be anything. It's a little trigger that leads back to the stored information that has been stored for many years inside of him that has not been dealt with. Hallelujah. It's a downloaded file that is sitting. I told you the one that has the password to change the uh, software is the one that is key. Because if you have a computer and it hasn't got a certain software, you can't use that software. For instance, if you don't have Microsoft, you can't do Office, you can't do Word even, or Excel. Even though you have a very, very expensive, nice MacBook Pro. 
which is about 2000 you bought it very, very expensive but if you don't have the software you can't operate it and see when you get a software they give you something called a key the key is the main thing that releases that software are you with me today i want to give you the key I said today I want to give you the key by the spirit of the Holy, Holy uh, the Spirit of God, so that you 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 go in. Some of us we need to go inside our spirit man and, and, and get some things out. You know, when you have a, a a software and you want to clean the computer, how many have cleaned your computer before? Of viruses. Of viruses and everything, you have to learn how to flush that computer out are you with me and the best way to flash it out is to delete and reload are you with me De- delete go back to factory settings so that it deletes all that you have stored that is not good and then it stores something new that you choose to put in are you with me? So it's a, it's a very conscious, active job that has to be done by all of us. The Holy Spirit will enable us, but we need to work with the Holy Spirit to get this job done. Amen. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? The way you are looking at me, I'm feeling a bit... Uh, whether, whether you understand me or not, you are making me feel a bit conscious of myself. Hallelujah. See, we gloss over things that we need to work on. Amen. Amen. We gloss over things we need to work on. As Christians, we believe that the Holy Spirit will do everything. It's God who will do everything. The Holy Spirit will do everything. Satan is is the reason for everything else. So we don't take responsibility for our actions. We blame Satan. We uh, absorb ourselves from any wrongs. And then we rely on God to do magic. But it doesn't work like that. Amen. I said it doesn't work like that. You need to, the Bible says that be not conformed. Romans 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world. So as soon as you are born again, it says that do not. Hello? Do not conform to this world. Which means that anytime you see yourself conforming to this world, you are doing something wrong. What does it mean to conform? To conform means to agree, to practice, to do same, to align yourself, to accept, to practice. It's all conformity to the world system. So if you are saying to me you are born again and everything that is in the world you do, then you are conforming to the world. That's right. But the Bible is saying contrary to that. It says that do not conform to this world. Amen. So as soon as you read your Bible or you, anything that you, you hear or you see, when it's said, ask yourself, is this the world system? Is this God's system? The world system today says that there's gender neutrality. When somebody feels that they want to be a man, they are allowed to feel like they want to be a man. When they they, they feel like being a 
a, a, a woman, they can change their sex from a man to a woman. When they feel like having a same-sex partner, they are allowed. That's the world system. Are you with me? It's okay. Anytime you see, you see yourself conforming to the system of the world, know that there is something wrong. Because it says that do not conform to this world. Hallelujah. As a, as a man, you are allowed to cheat on your wife. It's the world system. The, the richer you, you, you become. And, and the more girlfriends you, you are allowed to have. Or Even it's okay. Even if, you know. <laughs> Don't change my preaching, please. I beg you. You are allowed to do, you know. You know. Man shall not live by bread alone. You can't drink peanut soup all the time. So you have to go and try some pizza and try some chicken and try some uh, fish finger somewhere. After all, everybody's doing it. The fact that everybody's doing it is not, that don't mean it's right. I say the fact that everybody's doing it does not make it right. Hallelujah. It does not make it right. Do not conform to the world system. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you get your mind renewed? What does the word say? The word says something different from what you would have done. Now that you know what the word is saying, you are supposed to choose what the word says and practice what the word says. Amen. Be transformed by renewing your mind, which means that your mind can be renewed. Um... Are you listening to what I'm saying? Your mind can be changed. On every area, every issue, everything, you are supposed to change the way you think. So please, don't always do things status quo. How you are, this, is how, this is how I've always been. I've always been with this, this way. And I will never change. I am proud of <laughs> who, I am. who I am. I will never change. Then you are not, go to that scripture, go to that scripture. Then you are not being transformed. Are you with me? I've always been, as for me, I have a short fuse. One, two, back of my shoe. Three, four, shut the door. Five, six, I pick up a stick. If you like, come. That is me. I don't, I don't tolerate nonsense. I've always been like that since I was five. Uh, listen, now that you are born again, the, the instruction is that you must change. So you must, you must decide that no, some things that I used to do are not good. Especially when you see it in the scriptures that this thing you must not do it. How many times should must I forgive my friend? A thou, uh, 70 times, 7 times a day. Okay. And as for me, I've always been, I don't forgive. A pound for a pound, an eye for an eye. Tooth for tooth. Boot for boot. If you slap me one, I'll give you two. After I came to church, I heard them say everything, a double-double, so... You slap me one, I'll give you two. 
<laughs> so, so I, I learned it in church. No, 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 no. I said no. The word, the Bible is saying that when somebody strikes you, turn the other cheek. Hey, it's not a good scripture. It's hard. But I want to really become like Christ. So I am going to change my mind. You see, I'm saying it as if it's that easy. But it's not that easy. Because your spirit mind is loaded with the old nature. And so you have to offload the spirit, old spirit nature. And download the new spirit man. Amen. Can I give you a few steps to helping us how we can do this? A few steps. The first thing I'm going to do is to do the do not. Do not. Stop waiting for an outside miracle to change your mind. Don't expect an outside miracle. That now that I'm born again, now that I'm a Christian, all of a sudden everything will change about me. I will lose the, the, the edge to smoke. I will lose the edge to chase women. I will lose the edge of drugs. I will lose the edge of uh, uh, fighting. No, it doesn't come like that. You will not miraculously lose the edge. You see, the change that happens, the spiritual change happens from within. And it comes without. Are you with me? So we need to understand that eight things are not going to change because you just got born again. Have you heard of a testimony where somebody said, I used to take drugs, smoke, and everything. The day I gave my life to Christ, that was the last day. And I've never done that ever since. Have you heard that somebody say that? Yeah. Because they got changed that day and they took a decision that no more. And see, majority of the time, for you to get to that place, you must come to a place where you get tired of being tired. The prodigal son, the Bible says that he came to himself and he said, what am I doing to myself? Why am I sitting here? I'm supposed to be a prince. I'm supposed to be a, the son of a nobleman. I'm supposed to be an heir to my father's throne. Look at how I've reduced myself. Look at how I've become nothing. Struggling with pigs to eat. You know, in those days, if you're a Jewish man, you don't go near pigs because pigs were considered as dirty creatures. Filthy creatures. So, to start off with, the man who was rearing pigs is not a very correct man. And for him to have given you that job, it means that you are, you, are, you are nothing. Are you with me? And if pigs were filthy, then obviously the food they are eating is not clean. Amen. You see, but the Bible says one thing. Go to that scripture, Luke 15. See that he came to himself. That's the line I want you to under, uh, uh, underline. You have to come to yourself. I'm not sure where it's verse 17 or something. Yeah. And he came to himself. Then he asked the question. He said, but when he came to himself, 
He said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to eat and, and to spare? And I perish with hunger. He came to himself. The problem that we have that is not making us change is that we haven't come to ourselves yet. See, most of us, we give excuses for our bad behavior. This is how I was brought up. Most of us make excuses. Well, I was raped when I was uh, uh, six years old, when I was 13 years old. That is why I become promiscuous. Listen, get over yourself. What happened in the past, you can't change it. But you have, you have an input today. You can do something to change it. And you can do something to change your tomorrow. As for your past, is dead and gone. Are you with me? Listen, you are not the only one who was molested when you were a child. Sorry if I is, I'm sounding heartless. But some of us, we make a blanket of our history and we use it to perpetuate our bad behavior. You don't know what happened to me. You don't know what happened to me. Somebody did this to me. Somebody did that. Listen, somebody is standing there who got worse than you, but they have changed their life over. Yes. You can change. You, th- you couldn't help that six-year-old. That six-year-old is dead and gone. Now you're 26. We're not talking about that six-year-old. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So stop using what happened to that six-year-old as a blanket. Come to yourself today. I said, come to yourself today. And say that, listen, I am going to be better you know, Joseph said something. Joseph said that you meant it for evil, but God has turned it around for good. They may have meant it for evil, That's right. but depend on God to turn it out for good. And it starts by you coming to yourself that even though it happened to me, I am not it. There are people who have become homosexuals because they were raped by a same-sex person. Are you with me? But come to yourself, even though... I was a victim of it. I am not that person. I said, I'm not that person. I'm not going to stay a victim forever. I'm going to rise up and help somebody else out. Maybe they meant it for for evil, but God has turned it around for good so that now I can be an ambassador and help others who who are going through what I'm going through to change. Hallelujah. Yeah. So stop making excuses. Come to the place where you realize this behavior is inside of me. It's in my heart. It's because of the many years of downloaded negativity. That is why I behave the way I behave. It is time for a factory reset. Touch your neighbor and tell him that it's time for a factory reset. Or tell them it's time for a factory reset. Tell them that I need to down, uh, 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 delete. I said I need to delete. And I need to put something else in. You know, bad, bad experiences genders depression. It brings phobias. Some people have phobias. And the phobia is because of what happened to you. As a child, you were sleeping in a, in a room somewhere. And then... Uh, a big spider, you know. A big, somebody, somebody was, was careless, left the door open, and a great huge tarantula or something 
came at you and 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 walked on your legs or something you know and, and, and that has care, uh, scarred you for life uh, or you, do you understand what i'm saying yeah it happened at the time you are bigger than the tarantula you are taller than the tarantula <laughs> you are It's amazing when you see a grown man or a grown woman as big as anything and they see a small spider or cockroach. You see the boy like, like, what are you doing? It's the phobia. It's the bad experience. It's because of a small experience at a very vulnerable age. So anytime they see that rep, uh, whatever, they, they, they become that little child. Wow. They become the two-year-old when they see a spider coming. It's true. Are you with me? Yeah. Forgetting that they are now 36. They are now 56. Yeah. And they are catching snakes. Too. Are you are an old man and you are still jumping up and down because of a small tiny cockroach. <laughs> the cockroach is more scared of you because you look bigger, a million times bigger than a cockroach. It is trying to find somewhere to go, not trying to come at you. <laughs> and you are jumping up and down. Kill it, kill it. I know somebody, when they see any of these things, they will jump onto a table or a chair and then they'll scream for every human being they know around to come and kill it. Why don't you get out from the table and kill it yourself? Yes. And stop making noise for... <laughs> Number two, <laughs> stop believing that you can't control your thoughts. Pastor, I don't know. I just, I'm helpless. Pastor, as for me, young girls are my weakness. When I see them, we tend to look. I lose control. See, grown men. See, our children here, so I have to be careful. <laughs> see, a grown man. See, like, you see a very young girl, like 20 year old girl. Just come here, sit down, you sit. Buy me a, a, a car, you buy. Buy me a house, you buy. <laughs> it's like, come on. Meanwhile, most of those type of people, their wives are prettier than those shrimp that they are going around with. <laughs> it's, I mean, if you like, if you know of any, then check. check. You see that the wife is 10 times be- more beautiful than, because this, this one, you are only 20. The wife is 50. Look at how beautiful she looks at 50. You, you are 20 with your caricature, you are coming, you think you are somebody. <laughs> Buy me this, buy me that. When they, they bring the thing, they say, I don't like this. Go and buy me something else. I don't like that. Then go and buy me that. Oh, that's for you. Kill me. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Mwah. They're a foolish man. Stop believing that you can't control your edges. Whatever the edge is that makes you do whatever you do that you know is wrong. 
you have the mind and the will and the strength to stop it. Only if you will say that I stop. How many have fasted before? Give me a wave. And how many you saw the food? We did see the food. You were hungry. We did. But you are, because of the decision that you are fasting, you pass by the food. Has it happened to you yeah. before? If it's happened to you before, then it means that you can control your thoughts. Yeah. Whatever it is, you can control. Only if you say to yourself, from today, I'm not doing this, you will never yes. do it again. Some of us, our minds are too weak. We are too weak. Ask the, your neighbor, is he talking about you? You are too weak in the mind. See, anybody, let me say something to you. Anybody who has been successful in anything and be prosperous is somebody who has a strong mind. Are you with me? Learn how to have a strong mind. Have a strong mind about anything. So that when you decide I'm doing something, nothing should be able to uh, uh, dissuade you. Paul said in in Romans chapter 8, what shall separate us from the love of God? What? Persecution? Nakedness? What? Famine? Distress? No. I have decided to love the Lord. That's all that it takes. That's all that matters. Nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Nothing. It's my decision. I've taken it. Romans 8, I think it's 35, thereabout. I've taken it. Persecution, famine, nakedness, distress, nothing. Nothing shall separate me from the love of Christ. Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, sword. Next verse. As it's written, we are, for their sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep to the slaughter. Go on. Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded. Can you see persuasion? That's the mind decision. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principality, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor other created things shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm not going to allow it. You see, let me tell you something. If you are weak in whatever, you are weak in food. Let's say it's a certain oh, type of food. Not a good okay. You are, as for you, cheesecake is your weakness. Oh. Let's, let's see. Spring, huh? Spring roll. No, no. Sausage roll. Don't waste my time. You are wasting my preaching time. Oh, Swiss roll. Huh? Swiss roll. Swiss roll is your weakness. Look, if you are weak with Swiss roll, you'll be weak with men. You'll be weak with uh, uh, money. You'll be weak with uh, uh, anything. Because the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You are double-minded about this. It means you are double-minded about that. 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 You are double-minded about anything. Are you with me? Learn to build some mental strength. Amen. I said learn to build some mental toughness. When you make a decision, make it. Everybody who's prosperous made a decision. When Bill Gates made a decision to drop out of school, Zuckerberg made a decision to drop out of school, do you think it's easy to have paid thousands of, of dollars to go into uni 
a big Ivy League school. And then all of a sudden you say, I have found something that I want to give the rest of my life to. You think people will not criticize you? You think people will not uh, try and dissuade you from that? Yeah. So you must have some mental toughness. Some of us, we are too weak. Obey the wind. When this person comes and, and tries to uh, influence you, then you are here. Then somebody comes to influence you, then you are here. Somebody comes to influence you. You are all over like an unstable guy. Unstable. Everywhere you pass, you're unstable. Can't choose anything. Today you are with Cynthia. The next day you are with Sharon. The next day we are with uh, Rosalind. Then with Zalinda. Then you go to Watermelandria. Then you go to... <laughs> Linda, Barbara, Sarah, Jessica, Monica. You are with all of them. Because you haven't got any control of your thoughts. Somebody lift up your hand and say, I'll have control of my thoughts. Say it like you mean, I'll have control of my thinking. Whatever I decide to do, I'll stick with it. Hallelujah. Number three, step number three. So the Bible says, whatever is pure, whatever is uh, lovely, whatever is of good report, if there's anything, think on it. You see, that's how you start to control your mind. Are you with me? You decide that my mind is going to think the things I want it to think on. The things that I want my mind to think are are pure things, good things, things of good report. Hallelujah. That is how come you must drive anybody whose thinking and whose uh, conversation doesn't line up with these things. Don't have friends who, who, anything they tell you are not true. Anything they tell you are not noble. Anything they tell you are not just. Anything they tell you are not pure. Anything they tell you are not lovely. Not of a good report. Don't have virtue. Have you got friends like that? Who, who has friends like that? When they come negative. You cannot think on these things if your friend is somebody who is giving the opposite of this. Because, listen, can two walk together? Amos 3 3, unless they agree. You cannot be my close. That I walk with every day and chat every day if we don't agree. So show me your friend and I'll show you where you are going to end up. It doesn't matter how many times you come to church. Because see, what I'm saying in church is 45 minutes. What they say to you, they are with you about 20 hours. 30 hours a week. 45 minutes versus 30 hours. Which one is powerful? That is why you must learn to become an avid listener to scriptures. And tape, preaching, messages. Let the message play. You are working. Let the message play. You are cooking. You are sweeping. Because you need to learn how to feed your spirit man. Are you with me? To saturate it. So become an avid listener. Instead of listening to Radio 5 Live. Capital Hits FM. Instead of listening to Adam FM. And they are talking nonsense from morning to night. Listen, we are about to start our, our radio, CICC radio. And you put, you, you online radio, we'll start with that. And eventually we'll have a place, we are going to have a full studio in the basement. Every day, every time of the day you put on, there's a message. 
there is a praise and worship going on. There is something, a discussion that will feed your spirit. Hallelujah. That will feed your spirit. Because see, your spirit has been fed with rubbish for too long. And we need to deprogram. And you see, nature abhors vacuum. So if it is deprogrammed and nothing is refilled, the junk will come back in. Have you not realized that even when you do factory setting, somebody who knows how to use the system can bring back, yeah, recover. recover the old junk the into your, your, yeah. And Satan is a master at that. <laughs> you say factory setting. It's all clean. Yes. When the man is swept, the heart of man is swept and garnished and left empty, the evil spirit that departed from that place says, I will go back to my house. And check and see. And when they come and they find that heart empty, they go and bring seven demons, more wicked than themselves, to rest in that place. And the state of the man at the last is more worse than the beginning. Are you with me? So learn how to download good things. Then learn how to download godly things. Yeah. So first, we, we, this type of Facebook thing, we just don't look at it. We look at it two times and we move on. Because you are, you are ready to look at nonsense, 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 nonsense all day. If you go on uh, the church's uh, Facebook page, there are 50 or 60 messages there. If I were you, every day I'll let it play. When I'm having my bath, when I'm doing something, whatever, I, let it play. When you go on our YouTube channel, there Hundreds of messages. Let it play. Let it feed your spirit, man. By the time you realize you are doing things different from the way you used to do. Hallelujah. Because out of the spirit mind, you start saying things. You start doing things, which otherwise you wouldn't have done. Step number three. Is it three or four? Three. What you feed your mind becomes your mindset. I think I've just talked about it. When you feed your mind with good things, your mindset becomes good. When you feed your mind with rubbish, some of us, we like gossip. 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 And you can all day. Listen, that information that you are passing or you are receiving, how good does it benefit you? And did you, you know Auntie Agi? Auntie Agi went to do this. And Auntie Agi did this. Did you know? <laughs> All these things that I'm say, telling to you about her, you can't go and correct her. Are you with me? It's, it's not helping you in any way. So now when you see Auntie Agi, she says hello. See, this is how the spirit of the mind works. There is... You to come. So this is the mind. Yeah? And this is the spirit mind. Okay. So stand here. Stand in the light. So when the spirit mind is standing in the light, when the man the man's mind sees this woman, what he sees it's a good thing. Do you understand? Because he's seeing through the spirit mind, which is a good place. 
It's, it's the same thing, person you are seeing. But you are looking at her through the lens of a good heart. But when the spirit of the mind is in a dark place, you see the person and then the same person you are seeing, she was the same person smiling at you. Now you see the person, what is she smiling about? What does she want to do? What is Before you say, oh, how lovely this woman is. You know, I came to church and she was, but she is offended or he is offended. So the spirit man has moved to a dark place. Your point of view depends on your viewpoint. And the viewpoint is the spirit of the mind. Hallelujah. Did you get that? Did you understand that? Hallelujah. So feed your mind. When you feed your mind, it moves from the dark place to the place of light. Am I talking to somebody? Quickly, let's run through. Confess. You see, what you feed your mind with must come out from your mouth. Confess what you believe, not what you feel. Let the weak say. I am strong. Let the poor say. As for me, how are you? I'm in my poverty. How are you? My sickness. How are you? The same, same old, same old. It's not easy. Things are not easy at all. Hello? Confess what you believe, not what you are feeling. Because it's true you are broke. It's very obvious. It's true. That's the reality. But the truth is, you are rich in Christ. The truth is, you don't feel good. But that's the the reality. But the truth is, this is the day the Lord has made. And I need to rejoice and be glad in the day. Hallelujah. Step number five. Resist negative thoughts. That is why you've got to resist some people. I say resist some people. The Bible says that be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts all good manners. Evil communication is not when somebody is talking about ghosts and talking about witches. Evil communication is just this latent in innocuous it's innocuous it looks seemingly um, feeble statement but in it has a seed to distract destroy people are you getting what I'm saying I'm not sure it will work. You want to start a new business. Then you go and tell your friend, oh, this is my plan. I'm going to start. A... <laughs> they didn't say anything. All they did. <laughs> That's all they did. That thing will be the reason why that thing won't work. They didn't say anything. All they did was. <laughs> 
Or sometimes you tell somebody, this is what I want to do. This is a, you know, you've come from camp and then you have your passion. The fire is up. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to win souls. This is a 200 souls. Then, then somebody says, hmm. That's all they, they haven't said anything. All they said was, hmm. We see how long that will last. That hmm follows you everywhere you go. Hmm. 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 You go and stand uh, at the uh, city center. You are giving flies. Oh, how are you? God bless you. Then, then the person looks at you funny. Then you remember, hmm. You come, you come to church and the pastor is talking. So why haven't you brought any soul? We, we said, well, you, you were the one who said you were going to bring 200 souls. Where, where are your souls? And then you remember, hmm. Listen, anybody who is going to go far in life must choose their friends and must surround themselves with positive people. Resist negative, negative thoughts. Yeah. Those are some things you don't even have to tell your wife. True. Yeah. Let it be done before you say. I've come to an agreement with my wife. Even if you don't believe that it's possible, say nothing. Yeah. Because over the years, she'll tell you the thing that looked impossible that I said, it looked like camels riding on on the sea, has come to pass. Are you with me? So now the, hmm, hmm, hey, are you sure? Has gone down. Because, are you with me? Because I came to an agreement, don't say anything. Even if you don't, because I, 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 I'm like that. I'm always building castles in the air. And when I build it, I pursue it. I pursue it. Are you with me? So you must always have friends who encourage you. So learn to encourage me. Yes, we can do it. Yes, we can do it. Even if we, we, we target 1,000 and we can't hit 1,000, we hit 500, 800, it's better than the 50 we had. Are you understand what I'm saying? So let's go. We can do it. I said we can do it. What stops us from doing it? Those who have done it, are they better than us? Do they have two heads? Do they have four hands? No. So if they can do it, why can't we do it? We can, we can. Are we not serving God like they are serving God? Yes. Yes. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, yeah. So resist negative thoughts. You want to start a business? Go ahead. It will work. I say it will work. Listen, failure is not failure until you decide not to try again. Failure is never failure until you, you decide to stop. Because failure is part of success. Everybody who has been successful in life failed at that same thing before. Yeah. Usain Bolt has done a few hundred meters that he has lost. Miserably. Some, he, 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 he uh, what is it called? He, he first started and they disqualified him. Does that mean that you stop doing it? Does that mean that he's, he's no? No, you do it again. You go again, you go again. Because nobody has succeeded in anything that didn't fail at before. You know, this, I'm, this preaching I'm doing, I failed, I failed before. I've been in a place, I opened the Bible, 
I didn't see anything. I opened the Bible, it was blank. Today, I remember once I went somewhere. And, you know, like, the, the iPad, my notes are on the iPad. You know, let's close our eyes and pray. And, you know, it's a place I've never been before. So I was praying, Lord, cut to the Abba, to the Abba, to the Abba. Delete. So when I opened my eyes, the notes were gone. <laughs> and the people were sitting there with their orange faces looking at me. <laughs> I think today calls for a serious <laughs> But you see, anybody who has succeeded in doing anything has failed in nothing. Let me give you quickly four things that you can do to help your mind renew. Number one, cooperate with God. Cooperate with the Spirit of God. See, as I'm preaching to you, it's the Spirit of God talking to you. So, cooperate. Make some decisions that today, from today, I'm going to change some things. I need to change some friends. I need to change some things that I've been hearing that are not good. Hallelujah. I need to go into the the software, get a key, and change what I've downloaded over the years. Take them out and put new ones in. Amen. Number two, accept corrections and rebuke with humility. Sometimes some people are sent into our lives to be the voices of God to correct us. Stop resisting correction, especially when you know that is the right thing. How many know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Sometimes you know that what you are being told to do is the right thing to do, but pride, arrogance, will make you defend yourself. I remember a young girl some time ago went into this relationship with this guy. I mean, the mother said to the girl, this guy that you are with is not a good guy for you. In fact, the girl confided, the, the, guy, the girl confided in me that she knows that the guy is no good. But for the fact that mommy is saying that he's not good, I want to prove to mommy that I also know how to choose. How to choose. She ended up in a, in a country that she's never known, in, she doesn't know anybody, going to chase this guy. When she went to the guy's house, the guy was a, a certain girl in the bed. So she was stranded in a country she doesn't know anybody. Want to try and prove? Want to try? Who are you trying to? What are you proving? Listen, let us learn to be humble. See, everyone in this room has made a mistake before, and if you have made a mistake before, the chances of making another mistake is great. Never ever be too strong on any point. You could be wrong. Are you with me? And stop arguing. I say, stop arguing. When you are being corrected, stop arguing and defending. We, we like to defend ourselves too much. And that is why we don't change our position. <laughs> the Bible says that the neck that is often reproved and is stiff will suddenly be broken. Number three. I only have four points. I'll finish it. Fill your whole being with the word of God. Amen. 
David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. When you hide the word, Psalm 119, when you hide the word, it becomes a light, a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Hallelujah. Make the word your go to. Amen. Let the word, Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and in hymns and in spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night for that it will make your way Prosperous. Joshua 1 8. Blessed is the man. Psalm 1. That walks not or stand not or sit in the counsel of the wicked, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I mean, 23 years somewhere else. Psalm, Psalm 1, verse 3 now. He, go to 2. His delight is the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted. Listen, let us get the word. Eat the word. Meditate the word. It will make our way prosperous. Number 5. Number 4. Have you done number 4? Number four, watch carefully what you permit your mind to dwell on. Because remember, there is the man and then the spirit of the man. It, the head man seeps information to the spirit man mind. Are you, are you with me? So the more you dwell on the thing, the more it seeps into your subconscious. So watch carefully what you permit. So permit only good things to go into your thought. Dwell, think on these things if they are pure. We, we read it in, in Philippians. Go back to the Philippians 4. What other things are pure? It says, the, the final, the, the, the next one. It says that if there be any virtue, if there be any praiseworthy Thing, meditate on these things. If it's praiseworthy, meditate on it. So your mind should dwell on good things. Amen. And I guarantee you that if we take these steps, our minds will start the regeneration process. Hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. Rise to your feet.